The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting, designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. Bitcoin is everything that we don't understand about money combined with everything that we don't understand about computers. That's how one comedian described it. And horse laughing aside, there continues to be a high degree of interest in Bitcoin investing by both retail investors as well as institutional investors. Coming up on today's ETF Battles is an audience-requested triple header between three Bitcoin-focused ETFs, and we also have a trust from ProShares, and Grayscale. So what's the best way to invest in Bitcoin? Find out right after this. Welcome to ETF Battles. I'm Ron DeLegge. We're thrilled to have you with us. ETF matchups that we do on this program come from you, the audience. So if you have a certain ETF contest that you'd like to see, send us your ticker symbols in the comment section below or on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. If we choose your battle, you win your choice of an ETF Battles coffee mug or a shirt. Be sure to visit the description section below with links to our program sponsor, Direction Investments, plus Join the waiting list for our new margin of safety investing tool. The link is provided below. Never mind that Bitcoin prices, along with all cryptocurrencies, are still in correction mode. Inquiring minds want to know, what's the best way to play Bitcoin prices in an exchange-traded vehicle? Today's ETF battle was requested by a viewer by the name of Keith. He wanted to see BITO versus GBTC, and we threw in ticker symbol BITI. Because, Keith, that's what we do. We want to add some spice to today's contest, so please forgive us. Usually that's what happens when the audience starts a fire. We like to add some friendly explosives to that fire just to see what happens. Judging today's contest is a formidable duo. We've got James Seyfert with uh, Bloomberg and Mike Akins with ETF Action. Guys, it's great to see both of you. Welcome back. It's great to be here, Ron. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So our four battle categories are cost, exposure, strategy, performance, and then we've got our mystery category. Now, remember, the mystery category is where our judges can choose any factor or multiple factors that they think are crucial to today's contest. Our judges can also nominate wildcard ETFs if they feel that there's a better choice elsewhere. They can opt for split decisions. It's completely up to them. I've got the scorekeeping duties, and at the end of the program, we're going to declare an overall winner Keep in mind that none of the battle outcomes are ever predetermined or known in advance by myself or our judges. So let's kick this battle off with Mike. The first category is cost. Who wins? Well, Ron, as the case in so many of these battles, when we get into the more 
esoteric areas of the market. Um, Bitcoin clearly uh, meeting that um, description. The cost is really not a big factor in making the determination. Uh, Fido and Biddy, um, which are obviously two completely opposite vehicles because one's long and the other's short of Bitcoin are the two cheapest just on an overall cost perspective. Um, GBTC obviously is not a exchange traded vehicle. It's a closed end structure. Um, and as with it, um, comes a whole host of different costs that the investor should be aware of, including premium and discount, which I'm sure we'll get into in more detail. If I was going to give a winner of peer cost, um, peer play into the Bitcoin and this, there is, uh, not pure play, but the, the cheapest component would be FIDO, um, B-I-T-O. But again, I don't think that should be a very big factor in picking any, picking among any of these vehicles. Thank you, Mike. That's a strong start. James, it's your turn. How do you see it in terms of cost? Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything Mike said. Um, there's not much else to say. G- one thing I will say is GBTC is kind of exorbitantly expensive at 2%. Uh, that's a really high cost for pretty much any fund, probably more than any ETF you've spoken about on here, even though it's not technically an ETF. Um, but I'm going to go with a bit of a wild card, and I'm going to go with the, the Van Eck Bitcoin Strategy ETF, which is XETF is the ticker. Um, and it basically does the same thing as BITO for the most part, uh, except it offers an expense ratio of, I believe, 65 basis points. So compared to BITO at 95, XBTF is going to be 30 basis points cheaper. But as Mike said, Honestly, at the end of the day, that should just be one small part of what you're looking at, particularly in this area, because it's such a niche area that you're trying to put into your portfolio. XBTF. Excellent. X, X-ray, B like boy, T like Tom, F like Frank. Got you down for that as your wildcard choice on cost. Next up is exposure strategy. This is where we get into the nitty gritty of the strategies behind these products. So, James, you're up. Give us your, your take. Yeah. So, I mean, in a perfect world, we would have a spot Bitcoin ETF, right? So that would be just like the gold ETFs that we have, where they hold physical gold in the vault. The spot Bitcoin ETF would hold, I don't want to say physical Bitcoin because that's an oxymoron, but essentially it would hold physical Bitcoin. You just get exposure via an ETF. That's basically what GBTC is. But as Mike mentioned, there's a whole bunch of other issues with it because it it operates like a closed-end fund in many ways. There's no way to create or destroy shares to meet demand. So you get these massive discounts and premiums. Bido has problems because you have to roll futures contracts. Anytime you have an ETF where you have to roll futures contracts, you basically, if the thing it's in contango, you have to buy the front month future contract the next month and sell the current month. So if you, if the next month is more expensive, you're constantly eating away at the return, whether it's 1% every time you buy or just a couple basis points, it adds up over time. And there've been periods when Bitcoin was in a ripping bull market where it, it added up to like serious, serious percentage um, differences between owning spot Bitcoin and owning the front month futures contracts. Um, So I would say both of these are not the ideal situation for owning Bitcoin just because of all of those things I mentioned. Um, But right now, undoubtedly, the the better exposure is going to be Bitto just because you're going to get closer to what you're actually getting exposure to Bitcoin. Um, There's not a lot of roll costs at this time, but something to be aware of is the contango curve of Bitcoin futures contracts because you could get hurt if this thing goes into a steep bull run, potentially. Yeah, that's a, a great, uh, great a take. And the only people I know that like Contango are the people from Argentina. So those are the only ones that like Contango. Mike, you're up next. Exposure strategy. Do you agree with James's analysis? 
I do. I think James pretty much covered all the points I was going to hit on. Um, you know, I obviously note that Biddy is reverse Bitcoin. Um, so structured similar to Bido, but it's um, looking to to capture um, one inverse, the price of Bitcoin. Um, so it's, you know, but Bido and Bido use the same structure to accomplish it, just two very different um, goals, um, takes in the market. Uh, GBTC, I think, is an interesting one to note just in that that premium and discount right now, the discount's up over 30% and has been for a while. Um, I know a lot of folks out there are trying to play that as a leverage play. The idea that GBTC ever becomes an ETF, the discount goes away. Um, you know, there is some interest in that, I think, that the, the concept is you could, if GBTC, the SEC finally gives approval, it rolls over, the discount goes away. You've got not just capturing the, the spot price of Bitcoin, but the ability of that discount to, to go back to NAV, giving you an additional um, return. The folks that have played it so far have been um, unfortunately not not rewarded, um, but there is, I think, something to be said in that area. If people ever expect it to happen, I do think it would happen very quickly if if the market ever ever happened to, to do it. So I know folks that are playing it that way, but end of the day, when you talk about best structure, cost, um, we're looking at exposure strategy, um, if you really like Bitcoin and you can't figure out how to hold it directly, that's the best way to hold it. Um, and if you can't figure that out, then what are you doing buying Bitcoin? So I don't think either one of these strategies offer very good exposure, in my opinion. And if you truly believe in the space and you truly want access, then go and own it directly. So what was your choice for exposure strategy? I'll give it to Bido um, with these, this lineup. But again, I would say that all three of these strategies come with significant um, negative side effects in trying to capture the true return of Bitcoin. Our next category is performance. And Mike, it's your turn. So which of these three products stands out in terms of performance? Against uh, Bido and GBTC, which are both long uh, Bitcoin, if I'm looking at just those two, I think, you know, Bido's delivered a a better um, ride since common inception, knowing that GBTC has been around a very long time. Bitto has a short track record, but Bitto's done a good job tracking the, the price of spot, whereas GBTC has that premium and discount, which has created a lot of noise with respect to um, low tracking error to the price of Bitcoin. So I, I'll give it to Bitto. Um, you know, Bidi's just an outlier. If you have a negative um, take on Bitcoin, that's one way to play it. Thank you. Mike, James, you're up next. Performance, how do you see it? Yeah, so, I mean, despite all the issues we're talking about GBTC, it is underperforming Bido um, since Bido launched, um, just by 5% roughly, um, with those discount premium issues we talked about. As Mike mentioned, I mean, technically, if I guess if we have to go on performance, it's been Biddy because Bitcoin has been down basically since December or November. Um, so Biddy is winning on performance, I guess, if you have to say, but, uh, what do you, what is, uh, past, past performance is not indicative, indicative of the future. So, um, I would be aware of that. Uh, but so Biddy has offered the closest exposure to spot Bitcoin over this last, um, since Biddo launched essentially. So I would say if I had to pick one, I'd probably lean Biddo just because it's done a better job of tracking actual spot Bitcoin than GBTC has. And obviously Biddy. Like I mentioned, has done pretty well. If you were if you were long Biddy since it's launched, or if you could have been in Biddy uh, even earlier this year, I think it's actually down. Um, whatever. But if you could have bought Biddy 
back in the end of 2021. You've done very well. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Now you tell us, James. All right. So now the next category is the mystery battle category. This is where our judges can pick that single factor or multiple factors that they feel are crucial to today's contest. So, James, you're still up. What is your mystery battle category and who wins it? Yeah, so we've already talked about it, but mine is like, uh, it's basically like an X factor. Um, and that category has to do with the discount premium. Um, the fact that this thing is trading at a 33% discount and the potential for an ETF to launch, as Mike spoke about, a lot of people think like, oh, you could get a 33% additional return because this thing is trading at a 33% discount. But when you think about it that way, that's not the way the math works out. So theoretically, if you have something that's worth $100, it's a 33% discount. That means it's trading at $67. To get from $67 back to $100 is a 50% return. So we're talk if this thing is able to convert to an ETF within the next year or two, this is undoubtedly going to be the better exposure to Bitcoin. Assuming you have a long-term exposure to Bitcoin, you want to hold Bitcoin and you believe in it long-term, that this will give you has a higher upside potential. Um, but again, the discount premium issues is something that somebody really needs to be aware of. Um, because you, there's no telling that this discount won't get worse over that time period. Uh, but if this thing is able to convert to an ETF sometime in the next couple of years, um, I think this is the better, the best exposure for Bitcoin going forward just because of that like X factor. But again, a kind of a buyer beware situation. This, there's no guarantee that that's going to happen. There's no guarantee the discount won't get worse before it does happen. Um, all of the above. There's a bunch of caveats I could say, but I like GBDC in the X Factor category solely because of that. That's the first time we've had lawyers as a mystery battle category choice. So thank you very much, James. We'll see if those lawyers can pull it off. I'm sure that they're collecting some pretty big billing fees for all that work. Mike, what is your mystery battle category and who wins it? So at the end of the day, this is an investing show. At least I think it is. Sometimes I question when I see Fido and Biddy, but we'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave that for another day. Um, if you're owning Bitcoin, um, for my take to date, the only possible reason is store of value. Right. So my X factor is kind of thinking of it like a precious metal owning GLD, which is a very efficient way to get exposure of gold in a more uncorrelated, add some diversification to your portfolio. Um, if you're looking to do that within your portfolio for your clients or if you're an investor and you you believe that there's a some some hedge to that, all the evidence to the contrary to date. But let's say that there is some sort of hedge component to owning by um, Bitcoin. I think of these of these three options. Um, I have to go with Bido just simply because it's going to give you directional exposure to the price of Bitcoin. Um, there's going to be costs associated with it. And as James, um, you know, astutely pointed out earlier, um, the cost to roll futures can get extreme, especially in certain market conditions. So you have to keep an eye on it. But if you're truly just looking to add something in your portfolio um, that you think will be uncorrelated, provide some diversification, then I think Bido is the way to do it. If you're doing it as a performance play and you believe in the long-term concept, I think James just made a great, ex excellent point about the, the discount and premium. If you truly think that an ETF is coming, um, then you would believe that GBTC, whether it's the first one or whether it's the fifth one, it doesn't matter. If an ETF comes, it's likely that they'll get their conversion wish. And then, of course, you would capture that that um, collapsing of that discount, which in James said right now would be almost a 50% added bonus. So a leverage exposure, if you will, um, if it works out. So, um, but my mystery category is really in that 
you know, why are you using it in a portfolio? And right now, the only reason I can suggest would be um, some sort of diversification, uncorrelated concept, like you would own GLD, a store of value. Um, and to that extent, I think Bido gets you there. Um, it's going to have some some hiccups. It's not the most efficient way in the world, but inside of a you know a trading account, and you want to hold um, something that's tradable on the exchange, uh, Bido does an effective um, job of that. All right. Well, we're going to give our judges one final opportunity to give us their overall battle winner. And let's start with James. Who wins this battle in your viewpoint? Yeah, in my view, I'm going to have to give it to GBTC, like I said, just because that 50% premium. If you want, if you really want to hold Bitcoin and you want to hold it long term in your portfolio, I don't think there's a better risk return aspect of this than what GBTC is currently offering at that discount. Um, obviously, there's the risk that it doesn't eventually convert. The SEC takes five more years to approve an ETF. Um, but if you really want to have exposure to Bitcoin, you're basically able to buy it at a pretty steep discount to the current market prices, or at least get exposure to it at a pretty steep discount. So that's that that would be my choice. I'm going to have to go with GBTC because it overwhelms all the other aspects as far as I'm concerned. Let me ask you this. What do you think the likelihood of a potential conversion are? Do you, you The fact that you chose GBTC as your overall winner tells me that you feel that that's a pretty high likelihood. Yeah. So we're on the record as thinking that it's going to happen uh, by Q3 of 2023. So I think I think it's distinctly possible that it could happen in 2023. Um, but obviously, Gary Gensler at the SEC is a huge like we have no idea what he's going to do um, from now until then. But there's a lot of other things happening right now. There's a congressional bill going towards crypto. Um, there's uh, the SEC is working with Coinbase to call things securities. Some of these things might have to register as exchanges. There's all these different avenues that could satisfy the SEC's requirements potentially to launch an ETF. So it's not just one way that this could happen. And then you also have GBTC is suing the SEC under um, Administrative Procedures Act or APA to basically get an ETF approved. So there's all these different ways that potentially over the next year or two, we can see an ETF get approved by the SEC. Uh, who knows? But we're we're pretty we, we think that it's going to happen within the next, I would say, call it 18 months. Um, but we've been wrong in the past. So we'll see. Mike, your final opportunity to weigh in with your overall battle winner. Yeah. So this is hard for me to say a winner in this category. Um, I just, you know, overwhelmingly do not believe in the long term aspects of Bitcoin. Um, so I can give you the, the cliche comment that I believe in the technology and just not the coin. Um, which, you know, I think most people understand the, the power of a blockchain and a digital ledger concept. I do not think we need a store of value. Um, and I don't believe it's an efficient process. So all those caveats apart, if you really want to play it, I mean, I think James makes a great point. If you're playing alongside um, GBTC, um, provides a pretty interesting um, levered component to do that. Um, but I, I just, by and large, um, to pick an overall winner, um, in a category that I don't believe in, I just can't do it. All right. So that's a no vote. <laughs> We've got three three losers for you, for Mike, in terms of his <laughs> choice. It, would that be a, that fair assessment to say that? Correct. All right. So this battle, according to my battle scorecard, this is basically a split decision uh, with GBTC my, uh, James favoring that particular product, as he mentioned, uh, that uh, 
that huge discount right now to NAV as a potential upside. You just got to be able to ride that ups and downs of the legal tango that's happening. And then speaking of tango, BITO, as uh, our judges mentioned, can suffer from contango, which uh, will uh, hurt your performance returns. But if you're able to do that and uh, go with the futures route and stick with that particular um, style of investing in Bitcoin, then take a look at BITO. It's not a perfect choice. Also, I want to mention our, our wildcard choice early in the show that uh, that James gave us, XBTF. Overall, our judges gave us some great insights on how to play Bitcoin. And uh, judges, really, really well done. Keep up the good work. And uh, we look forward to having you back. Thanks, Ron. It's great being here. Thanks, Ron. Visit the description section below for research links to our judges. And while you're there, check out the link to our program sponsored Direction Investments. You'll also see our viewer resources. We've got online classes and financial tools. Don't forget to join our margin of safety waiting list. Which ETF battles would you like to see in our next episode? Post your ETF ticker symbols in our YouTube comment section below or hit us up on Twitter at ETF Guide. If we choose your battle, you win your choice of an ETF battle shirt or coffee mug. I'm Ron DeLegge. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.